Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Horizon Block Party is on. It's a free front row ticket to amazing VR experiences all summer long. Only in Horizon Worlds on MetaQuest 2. Post Malone kicks things off with a special VR performance of 12 Carat Toothache, followed by more of your favorite music, comedy, and sports. Strap on your MetaQuest 2. Download the free Horizon Worlds app and join the party. Follow us on Instagram at Horizon Worlds to learn more. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. Sorry, so you you've been in hospital. So since, it was more, more or less when the book came out, Martin. Right? It was no, shortly it's, after. It's a complete crazy story because I was, you know, I I've been working like an idiot 
this sort of two months before uh, I mean I, I was hospitalized so I'm running I'm running two MA courses in Cambridge and I'm I'm teaching in Brighton as well and then I'm freelancing as a as a designer and I do music videos I was shooting a music video I was running these courses and I was I was publishing this book I just come back from Italy where I've been printing it and then I what happened I just felt tired to I me mean, for about two months I slept three or four hours each night and I just kept going and then I saw it, but I felt worse and worse and then one morning I went to work and I just I could barely walk like my legs felt like they were made of concrete really and I was out of breath and I thought it's something not right but I just thought you know as a man you never think it's something bad you know I just thought I flew or something yeah this was before coronavirus and and then uh and then I sort of just, yeah, I got to Croydon Station. I felt really dizzy and horrible, out of breath. And I called up work. I said, listen, I need to, uh, I, th- I don't think I'm going to come in today. And then I called my wife and I said, I think I might go and see my GP. But then, you know, I was like, ah, oh, I'll, I'll sleep it off. So I went, oh. went home. <laughs> I went home and I just tried to fall asleep. I was just lying in bed feeling horrible. And then the next, no, then in the evening, I think I'd done my first post about the book. On Facebook, and there was one guy that didn't wasn't happy about it, and he'd sent me something like fifty six messages. You you know when you when you're not friends with someone, yeah, you suddenly discover that someone sent you messages. So I, I, I so saw those, and had death threats and stuff. So that didn't help either because I was already feeling horrible. And then that happened. I thought, shit, what have I done? And then uh, then I was meant to take my son to football the following day. I can't remember who we played. That must have been the eighth or something of December and um and I thought you know what I'm not going to go up there today it's the first game I've missed for years I thought I can't you know just don't want to go up there and, and get get stabbed or something so uh, so I took him to the aquarium and felt horrible sweaty the whole way and could barely walk and then Sunday I nearly faints faints in the shower and then Monday I went to hospital and uh, no I went to the doctor and they rushed me to hospital and uh, apparently I have the highest heart rate that's ever been monitored at Lewisham Hospital. Wow. 248 was my resting heart rate. So the, the doctor said I was lucky to, uh, to sort of still be here. But I never sort of realized the seriousness of it because I didn't feel that bad. Yeah. Or maybe sort of a racing heart rate of 248 is sort of normal for a Tottenham fan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's nicely well-rounded. Come back to that. Um, look, if that's the first game you've missed in, in, in uh, God knows how long, it must have been yeah. bad. It must have been bad. Yeah. So, and, then, uh, and then, what was I going to say? No, then, and then, funnily enough, I received the first, the first copy. The, the copies were meant to arrive the day I went to hospital. So my wife had to get one of my friends to kind of, put all the books in here in, in the flat before the other ones went off to the distributors so I was lying in this hospital being hooked up to all sorts of machines when she brought me the first copy of the of the book that's how that's my experience of it wow. which is so surreal because I've been looking forward to it for about a year and then I'm sort of you know couldn't quite enjoy it to give, being, so people may have not listened to the first episode we did or may not know about your work Martin right but um, about how long ago would it would, would, would we have met first time uh, when I saw a manuscript or, or a uh, an unbinded version of the book, um, but that's in... right. So yeah, so I saw you what two three weeks before this happened. Yeah, so your book was yep. finished, um, and this is a book. If people don't know, it's called uh, "Can't Smile Without You," and actually, I, I'm not going to butcher the explanation of what it is. You tell us, Martin. What what is this book? How would you best describe it? 
Well, it's basically to me, I've, I decided to, I'm a, I'm a lifelong Tottenham fan and, and for the sort of five years leading up to the last game at White Hart Lane, I went to sort of nearly every single game home and away and in Europe and documented what I love, which is sort of the build up to each game. And and that's it. It's all it's all about the fans and there's none about football in there. Yeah, the, you mean well, there's none about the players or the managers now. I, you know, the idea really was to sort of. To me, I've been working on, on photo documentaries for for a while now, and 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 this was something I was sort of was really passionate about. Normally, I go into stuff that I don't know anything about, and I, and, and and I sort of learn about it. And I guess I learned a lot about this. I, I actually didn't know a lot about this. I thought I did, but you know, then then I sort of committed to going to every game, um, and. Yeah, that's it. So you, yeah. you, 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 you followed Spurs home and away um, uh, with your camera shooting fans. That's what it is. This is that's, a... that's basically it. That's just to me. I, I did what I would normally do. So sort of hang around the props and have beers and chat with my friends and, you know, and then I just brought a camera along and started yeah. shooting. And do you mean I started sort of then going, okay, I'm going to try and go deliberately to, to certain sort of drinking holes and places I hadn't been to before and befriended a lot of, of nice people there. And, and and also, you know, I've been to very limited amount of away games before that. And I started going to all the away games and really totally fell in love with that. To me, I, I find that a lot more exciting than going to the home games now. Do you know, um, for people that don't, there are a lot of people that are interested in Spurs that don't get to go to football matches um, across Europe, uh, but especially in America. And, I, and one of the reasons why... The fighting cock is popular in America, is because I think over the last ten years we've been been able to give a a fair representation of the sort of conversations you would find in a pub in Tottenham after or before a game. What this book does, and if there are any American fans that haven't copped a copy of this already, this is a snapshot. Although it's set over five years and it's different periods, it feels like a day at the football, a properly. Um, you know, a game that is significant. So not such Spurs versus Wigan in 2007. It's like imagining what a North London derby would be like. And if you want a, you know, the, the club will always spin it. Sky Sports will always spin it as a way of, you know, glamorising it, North London derby. But for fans, it's not a glamorous experience a lot of the time. It's actually quite naughty. It's <laughs> It's aggressive. Um, you've seen things and done things yourself that you wouldn't typically do in an everyday life because it's the North London derby. And what this is, isn't a book about football violence at all. It's a book that captures the moment for me, Martin. And that's what I love about it. And I've looked through this. I've had a, you sent me a copy after, you know, when you, you returned from hospital and when you were distributing, you sent me a copy. And it is, this is what I've experienced so many times. Their faces... You know, and I recognise a lot of people in this book, but the way they are, and it is Tottenham, it's fantastic. And it's, rightly or wrongly, it's a snapshot, a cultural snapshot of what football was like to go in, in our era. And that's why I think it's really important. And I know you had nothing to do with, and, and there was no connection to uh, Tottenham Boys We Are Here, the Paul Womble book, yeah. but it feels like there's an homage to it. It feels like... You wasn't even aware of it when you began shooting. I know you understand. I that. wasn't aware of it, no. But I think I think we probably, you know, I think you know, knowing Paul's work now, you know, I think we come from the same sort of background as photographer, as photographers, and what we're interested in, maybe, you know, 
and it is sort of documenting real real life in a way to me it's not it's not as you say glamorized or no it's photojournalism isn't it to a certain extent but is that too is that a fair way to describe it is that too dismissive well i don't think it's i think it's 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 well i I don't know if you can call it that photojournalism is meant to be honest and real and i don't know how it is honest and real but it's selected and it's edited and i understood is so it's I, more I never I never manipulate my pictures. The pictures are what comes out of the camera, but they put in a sequence to make it more interesting. You know. Okay, that makes I, sense. I, I work with a really good editor. It was his idea, Kim Chu. It was really it was his idea to kind of edit it so it felt like one day in football because I had, you know, as you said, home and away games, shot some shot at night, some in the morning, you know, for it to feel like a kind of consistent thing, we had to design it that way. And it's fantastic. Uh, Fantastic well, I think work. I think it's you know there's certain I mean it's it's not everyone that's interesting that goes to football to look at you know so I'm I'm finding interesting characters and kind of moments that I find interesting so so is so in that way in that respect it's not photojournalism but no fair enough I mean um, it's in a grey area between all of it isn't it but it's a, yeah I mean I I don't know enough I don't know enough about it I, I I'm kind of throwing this out there but it just feels it's like a it's a coffee table book as well. Like these photographs are fascinating to look at and you really capture not just like Spurs fans, football mm. fans generally, and also just cultural, people of a certain cultural background. Um, it's just fascinating stuff. Great work. Before we come on to the reaction from Spurs fans and, and how you found it in the last year and the initial reaction, what's critically without, I'm, I'm sure you don't want to blow your own trumpet, but for the purpose of the podcast, how has it been received in the world outside of football? Well, it's been it's been received really, really well. I've, I've totally been blown away by it, actually, because I I think I had, I was very naive about the whole thing. You know, I sort of just went on this journey, which I've done a couple of times. I've spent 15 years taking pictures of dog shows and then ended up doing this. Between that, I did the traveling circus and, and married a, an, an acrobat from that circus. I've had a bit of a kind of crazy, funny life. We're still married, by the way. And <laughs> and, uh, and and then I started this. And 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 you know, it's difficult to. Uh, I sort of tend to fall in love with with the topic or the routine of it. Mm. You know, you, you immerse yourself so much in 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 that thing that you're working on that it's very difficult to give up. And I think, you know, it was meant to just be a couple of years. And I, I didn't realize what I was really documenting other than I was photographing fans and I was meeting more and more people and it was exciting. And I did it every week. And and then, you know, and then I, th- I thought it was finished after three years. And then me and the editor looked at it and he said, no, 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 you should shoot again. And then, you know, it just became a kind of, you know, with the end of White Hat Lane, I suddenly realized, wow, I've, I've actually documented a, a bit of history here and, yeah. and I, I never set out to do that it, it was sort of just by coincidence and i think you know i i showed i only went to one publisher to show some pictures and they loved it i can't remember if i said this in the first podcast i'm sorry doesn't matter it doesn't matter but it's um you know they they really loved it i'm not going to name who who they are but uh they said listen we're really interested in this if you can go and do arsenal chelsea liverpool and city and i thought no, no. And I just thought I don't want to have that conversation with any other publishers. I think maybe I should just do this myself, you know. And I, I sold my record collection to fund it, and then I, I begged my wife to take take the other money. But when you start working on on your own project, and especially I'm a graphic designer, I've designed many books for for Magnum Photography, 
Uh, so I've worked with some of those big names like Martin Parr and Stuart Franklin and and I know the quality that you can achieve and it costs money. And I yeah. saw I wanted to make a really beautiful book, but really more for me than for anyone else. It was a sort of ego thing, maybe. Can I ask, can I be so crass as to ask how much you raised from your record collections? Eight grand. Was so that enough? No, I needed another 12. That's just for the printing. <laughs> but it's, it was expensive. You know, it's, not, it's not I surprising. Went in there. I went in there for the most expensive paper and the most expensive print in Italy. And, you know, it, it's, 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 it feels like it. It feels like that. It, and it deserves to be on that. And, it, and it, you know, you, the work you put into it, the three, sorry, five years of work, the editing that went into it, to then just chip it out on a substandard substrate and... No, that's what I couldn't do. I, I, and I just thought, do you know what? In my own head, I thought, you know what? I might this might be the only book I ever do. And if it is, I want to still be proud of it when I'm seventy and retired. You know. And um, so that must have been quite stressful. The book came out. Yeah, and I uh, had no idea. And I sort of, I, in my head, I thought, do you know what? I might I might sell sort of twenty, thirty copies to friends and families, and then you know, people might totally dismiss it or might not get it. And I didn't have a distributor, so I only had this online thing. And, and but then you know, I got a I got a PR woman involved, and 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 she did a couple of days for me, and then it sort of just happened by itself. It sort of just started rolling. You know, there was it, lots of interest, wasn't there? It went crazy. So the Guardian, the BBC, the Times, it was everywhere. The Face, Vice yeah. magazine, so really, it, it was absolutely everywhere, and and not just in this country. Do you know what I mean it's? Actually, today I've already done one other radio thing. I've I've talked to a woman uh, who's writing her PhD on it, and I'm just wow. and I'm just sending images off for a magazine in Italy. You know, and it's still this is over a year ago, so there's still interest in it. You know, it's been published like in magazines in Japan and America, so many places. That's fantastic. And I really never I never expected it. You know, and I, you know, it, it's uh, no, it's really good. You know, they're almost all gone now, which is quite good because I naively did 1500 copies because you look at it going if you print 500 or if you print 1500 there's only like a couple of grand's difference yeah that's i might i might as well yeah i can always i can always use them for it as a divider in the kids or something you know, so. so what you've got and if you've got one um i i, I mean i don't know what your plans are whether you're going to plan to reprint if you sell out no i don't want to Right, um, so there are fifteen hundred. But I come from this sort of. I'm a photography book collector, and I yes. sort of never like the reprinting thing. I think you buy it, or you, or you, you know. And there's something fun, you know. I've been chasing an original copy of of Paul Wombos book for years, and it's still, you know, I still have. I've got, I've got, I've got one. The original. Have you got the original one? Yeah, I've got okay. two two versions. I sh- okay. show it to you. You know, we yeah. were supposed to be making a film about this book. Yes, uh, I know. I, 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 you did an interview. That's of course we did. Um, uh, yeah, it's it slowed up somewhat because of COVID and, and whatnot. Yeah, we have an original copy. Uh, oh, we have, uh, I've got a, I've got one of the second editions, or the you know, that's a laser print. Yeah, and that's it's not uh, it's not as nice quality. Uh, no, so yeah, the very original ones. It's just um, they, I mean, it's there. It looks really old. It looks it's nice as a nostalgic piece, but not to observe yeah. as a. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw, I saw some kind of, I saw the original printing of it. The grey tones are a lot better. The one I have is very kind of, very yeah. So but we've it, got, we've got, we've got a high quality one as well. It was about, it was a re- reissue we got on Tottenham High Road. Um, okay. Yeah, in the nineties, I think it was. 
yeah yeah but, but um yeah no so no no i like i, the, I, like I, the I remember I, re- I remember you doing the i remember you starting doing the film about it and, and i got i got in touch with paul because i wanted to try and see if i can get him to go on your show but he right. wasn't to talk about it no he's not interested but uh, you know it's his prerogative <laughs> yes, he said not yet not so yet he's i mean <laughs> i know that he's through through doing the research for this film you know that he has still bin bags full of photos that he, he's that's never been seen um and someone tried to buy them off him once oh really yeah he had to buy these he's i think it's like a thousand maybe four a few a few thousand images that just didn't go into the book um but he, he wasn't interested and, and you know they, i quite like that as well that there's this aloof character that was responsible for a really yes. important piece of work around yeah, a football yeah. club that's just not interested in us <laughs> anymore. But there is that thing about the outtakes, isn't it? I, mean, I, I had a publisher that, that got in touch with me because he saw that post of some of the kind of outtakes on my Instagram. And he uh, and he offered to make another book, Can't Smile About You Too. And I, and I thought about it really hard, but I turned it down. I said, no, I don't, you know, I've done the book. And I'm, you know, if I ever were to do something about it with it again, it just... First of all, it wouldn't be as good because I picked the best pictures. Yeah, there are, yeah, there yeah. are a few. There are a few really good ones that didn't make it because they didn't fit into the kind of sequence. But you know, or there might there might be twenty great ones, and then the other ones won't be as good. It's like B sides. When bands do B sides, yeah, just, be as, you know, it's shit it's maybe maybe when but you I'm know here. you know the, the fact that there has been this process and you've you've had this editorial uh, process to put in the book together, and these are. The, is it 200 and remind me how many pages? 248 pages. 248 yeah, it, pages of the best. It took us a year to edit it. You know, it, it and it's so, it must be such a subjective thing. Oh, it is. It, it caused a lot of, uh, it caused a lot of pain doing that. Yeah. Because I had, I had some of my favorite images and Kim was just like, no, no, I'll, this doesn't fit. And, 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 you know, that's, but then it was for the better for it. You know, sometimes I had to sleep on it. You you have to sometimes take a step back if you're too close. Oh, exactly, exactly. That's... What is what is your? Have you got a favorite image from the book? Uh, there's lots of different ones. There's you know the one with the I don't even know if I've got a copy. There's one with a kind of white police horse. Yeah. And there's a guy that's sort of standing close by laughing. You know yeah. what that is? Yeah, I'm just that, trying to find it now, but a sort of. Let no, there's just, one there's one in yeah yeah grab it, grab it. My, let me just get my copy yeah um, there's one um the one in the turnstile uh in the where the guys are standing by the turnstile yeah someone's smoking a cigarette or something. that's yeah. right yeah yes he, 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 he got in touch with me that's that's him and his uncle and his brother or something which is quite funny so it's a yeah, family yeah. Ad. but i like that and that that picture got recently got picked by uh jerry batcher and, and martin parr for a forthcoming book about Kind of contemporary photography books. Wow, which is really cool. Yeah, which that's very really cool. About, but do you know, weirdly, I don't. I think I've mentioned this before, Martin. But I was aware of your work and what you were doing years before you published. Oh, I, really? I knew about this. I, I forgot to mention. It, I think the last time we do it, Aaron. I think the guy's name's Aaron. I haven't spoken to him in such a long time. Aaron. Aaron. Yes. So we. I used to drink with him in the Hope and Anchor Pub in Crouch End. Uh, yeah. watch the games in there on occasion we've been out on a few beers with him and he told me about this this book he told me about this guy he knows called martin he's making this book and i'm like this is fascinating <laughs> this is fascinating let me speak to him and he's like it's not ready yet uh and it just like through sort of a weird sort of roundabout way 
we ended up talking now, about if it. If I remember him saying, oh, do you know, have you heard of the Finding Kong? And I'd listened to some of the episodes. He's like, oh, no, there's this guy, Flav, and I know him, and you should talk to him. Yeah. But then, you know, I've, I've sort of always been a bit uh, shy when it comes to that sort of self-promotion and stuff. So I just, uh, yeah. Anyway. Well, it's not, it's, it's, there's <laughs> one thing about self-promotion, but there's also, it's just interesting. Um, let's talk yeah. about, um, it's an interesting thing to talk about, and, and you've created a piece of work, so why... It, it's no, exactly. For me no, no, to talk exactly. To you. I'm not. I, I think it was. I think it was before I'd made it. I was sort of. I, I think I. Wa I wasn't sure what, what I was. What it was. You know, I, and it, it took me a bit of time to sort of. Uh, what um. Like I just can I just go back to the kind of favorite images because there's one Please, that's yeah. a really lovely story to it. And again, I can't remember if I. Uh, um, mentioned there's there's a picture of a kind of granddad that comes with his that walks with his granddaughter. Yeah, that rings a bell. That would be that it's sort of early. It's, it's one of the first pages, but that's a sort of it's a very unusual or not not unusual. It's just a sort of, it's just a snapshot of me walking down the high road. But I I sort of like that because it reminds me of you know when my dad used to take me to football when I was a little boy. Yeah. And and you know my, my dad was also a Tottenham fan and, and was, yeah that's the one yeah and yeah. we lived we also lived in Denmark but we would sort of come over when we could or when really early when I was a kid we used to go and see the Danish national team in in Copenhagen but uh, I think we've all had that experience of kind of going with a with, with a kind of, of open person that kind of and I think for me that was that that's one of my favorite images. My... What, what's great about that is that that. When I was lying in hospital, I got an email because I think it was featured somewhere uh, in in one of the newspapers. The, the the pictures from the book, and I'm sure he doesn't mind. But I'll just read you his email because it made me feel really happy. Yeah, please. It says here, "Hello, Martin. I hope this mail finds you well. I wanted to make contact with you as one of the photographs used in this book is of my late father Bernard Neal and my daughter Ruby Neal, then aged nine. Wow. We are a Tottenham family and can trace our support right back to 1882. Wow. Yeah. That. My father started taking me to the lane age five and now age 61, I can count the home games I have missed on one hand. Ruby and, and I plus her brother Josh were on course there, on, or were of course there on Saturday as, as always. I, I digress. As I, as I simply wanted to make content to say thank you and how emotional it was to see that photograph of my father who passed away at 89, having attended and supported Spurs for, for 80 of those years. He loved the club, this his one and only club, and would have loved to have seen the new stadium. Oh, bless. And that's, that's... Uh, thanks you and best regards. That's, you know, to get messages like that, that I think that's the, been the best experience with, really, with the book is all the lovely mails I've had. You know, yeah, have you, is the, is the reaction to the book in the last year being, I'd imagine, overwhelmingly positive. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been, I would say 99.9% positive that, that I that I know of. There was only one incident, kind of, obviously, really early on. Can, would you mind dad. talking about that, Martin? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really happy to. I mean, I was really, I was really conscientious of it when I put the book together. You know, I had, I had lots of images that I knew I couldn't put in the book, you know, and anything that could be used as police evidence of, of photos of drug use and whatever you might have shot down the prop sort of being drunk myself you know um oh. but um yeah I, I, so i was sort of to me i tried to find everyone that i could that that i had photographed you know, i knew a lot of the people i photographed already and i kind of checked in with them and then obviously there's some you can't find i emailed there was a few that i couldn't find i went to see a, a lawyer publishing lawyer to find out if you know uh 
to me what legal rights I had and stuff and and just to be sure and also in terms of the club what the club if they were going to be against it or whatever you know um but yeah so that was all sort of fine and then you know there was one there was one person that, that didn't like it and picked that taking you know he was and, in the book yeah so he was in the book it's just a group shot but i think yeah you mean and i can i can sort of understand it we had a, we had a chat about it and you know it, it it all got sorted out uh, okay, so it, it, he was just un, unhappy to be in the book. He was unhappy to be in it, and I don't think he realised what it was and, and who I was and what my intentions were with it, you know, and it, it, it's not, I said, it's not a book I'm sort of selling out to make lots of money from, or it's not something you're going to get in on Amazon or in yeah. tourist shops and stuff, you know, it's it's a, it's sort of a piece of, to me, it's a, per, it's a very personal thing, and, and really something I hope that the fans will love, because that's really what it's about i i um i i i'm gutted that i'm not in it i've got to be honest I'm, I, <laughs> I wish i really wish that was the worst you know that was the worst thing putting it together was really all the lovely people i met you know that are considered good friends now you know that photographed over over this time period yeah to, to not have them all in was was really hard aching you know but what i had to, i had to follow this sort of artistic vision of it and, and of make course. sure that it, it that my favorite photo martin is the um what is probably the scariest man i've ever seen in my life he's got a bald head and a little pin badge i think it was portsmouth away you met you said it was queen's park Rangers away this one he's lovely rich gibbs he's a he's a lovely lovely man really i'm sure he is good, good friend of mine now it, yeah but, it, but that, that is a great shot <laughs> it captures his mood at that moment yeah, and a funny again a funny story. To me, every picture has a story. I don't want to bore bore you with it, but but you no, know that's please do. Like every time I, I I go into to me, the best thing about football is not the football, but the whole day around it for me, and for a lot of other people. Yes. And I think you know when when I was well, photographing, the first thing I do as soon as I got to into the stadium was just look around. Are there anyone that looks slightly interesting here? And this this Queen's Park Rangers away day was, uh, you know, I saw him behind me. I thought, oh man, he looks amazing. <laughs> I I don't like photographing people when they know they're being photographed because then it's not documentary anymore. It's not real. I never like people to pose or anything. I like shooting when people don't think they're being photographed. 100%, yeah. And so I wanted to photograph him, but obviously he's a big fella and, and, and you know, so I was <laughs> thinking, wow, if he, uh, you know, he might not like me standing there pointing a camera in his head. So I sort of sneakily sort of turned around a couple of times and just clicked, you know. <laughs> And I got this picture and I, I really liked it. And then a couple of months later, we were in Newcastle on our way back from Newcastle away. And I walked through the train and there was like thousands of yits in this train and I couldn't find a seat. I kept walking down. There was one seat and, uh, and it was next to him. And I sat down and I always have some of the kind of pictures on my phone now shooting just for my own entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, after a couple of beers, I sort of got the courage to tell him, I said, listen, I think I photographed you. <laughs> and uh, and I showed it to him, and he he loved it. You know, he really loved it. So I, you I, I, had the picture of him on your phone, and you yeah, sat yeah. next to him, and he said, yeah, "I think I might really, have photographed that's you." That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I said, no, "No, no, it's not. It's fantastic." So what did he say? No, and I said, "Listen, I'm, I'm doing this this project, and I kind of think I, I think I might have photographed it. Is this not you?" And he's like, and he he loved it. Yeah, and I got I got his address, and I, I sent him a big print, a big A2 print, and, I, and he hung it up in his living room. So you know, that's, <laughs> that's fantastic. fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's really good, you know. That, and this is that you know. I've met so many great people through this process, you know, which is which has been been brilliant, you know. 
Did you you mentioned the club and, and how they react? I'd imagine they haven't said as much. If you had any, well, I haven't. No, I haven't heard anything. I was so worried about. Do you mean? I wasn't worried about them. I was worried about legally. If you know, are you allowed to photograph? Do you mean they deliberately didn't photograph? Anything. There's a couple where the pits is on, but I, I just had to go and see a lawyer about it, make sure that I wasn't doing anything wrong. You know? Can you shoot inside the stadium? I thought it was. I thought it, I didn't think you could. Well, at that time there was no kind of laws about that. I think now they've banned they've banned cameras, but yeah. Oh, that's good. I think so you as, as long as you were, what you were allowed, I think the, I did look it up and you were, you were not allowed zoom lenses because you can photograph close-ups of the players and sell them to the press. Oh, I see. And, stuff. and they all kind of got their own deals with certain things. So, but, so you're allowed to use your phone and any wide angle lenses. That was the, that was the rules of when I, when I did it. Um, so you're, you're pleased that you, you went through it. Um, you went through this process. Would you do it again? Is this some not you're going to create a new book? But you know, when you look back at all the work you did and the experiences you had in creating this book, is it something you're grateful for and you're glad you did? I'm really grateful for it. Yes, and and I think the the the, the longer, to me, the longer to me, the further away I am from it, or the more time that passes. That's what I meant to say. The more time yeah. passes, there's there's sort of more great memories I appreciate. You know, it's 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 or the more I appreciate what I did because I was, when you're so close to something, you don't really know what you're doing. You don't, you know, you're in the in that moment. But now it's sort of I think about it quite nostalgic, really. Also because it was the old White Hat Lane and all that, you know, that that it, all that's gone. You know, it's it's uh, yeah. I wouldn't it's want to do it again. I, I I'm not going to do another football book. Definitely not. But but just I'm just before. We, I mean, just want you, I just want to pick up on what you just said there. Like that, I, there's a couple of things that are really moving about the book now, which I experience each time I, I, I sit down. You know, and I've done this about, I'd say four or five times. Where I've really just sat with the book, yeah. uh, with a cup of tea or even you know a glass of wine, and just and just just try to absorb it and, and figure it, like figure out how how is how. See, see what emotions I'm going to get as I, I go through it. And naturally, this is something, all of this is familiar to me. It's all, it's all um, completely a, a part of my growing up and the things I went through and, 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 and experience with my family are, are documented, in, documented in a way in, in this book. Like while I'm not in it and while my family's not in it, the snapshots are ones that could have been taken of us. Like the work, the walking up of the turnstiles into the old White Hart Lane is something that every Spurs fan who visited that stadium knows. And the fact that that image is in the book is representative of genuinely what it means to be Tottenham when you're going towards the game. Like that's familiar to fans from all over the world in their respective football stadium, stadia. But this is this is our one, and this is our turnstile and our vomitry, and, and, and it's representative of of, of our, the, the nuances in our football club. Um, so I'd been looking through it and I'm thinking and getting like, I'm quite like, I'm easily moved. I feel like I'm quite an emotional person, <laughs> but you know, I, I just, cause we I haven't been able to go to the football and I haven't been able to be, be with my family and my friends and, and this, everything in this is, 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 is what I'm missing. Uh, and I want to see again, I want to be a part of again, um, added to that what we're also missing from the new stadium as well and hopefully together when we come back it'll be such a celebration that we can start to cement in the new stadium some of the and recreate some of the events where you're able to capture such amazing photographs um 
so yeah it's like quite it's quite it's not just nostalgia it's a, there's a melancholic feel to it as well now not 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 through the work you know not through by your own doing but because of what's happened in the world you look at it and you think oh, I, I need this back I, i'm looking back at this and it's making it's moving me to a point where i need to do something about it as soon as as soon as coronavirus is done and dusted, if it ever will be. I think I've, 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 had, a, I mean, I've, I've had quite a few emails from people saying, saying sort of that, going like, we're so, I mean, we're so happy to have the book because this is, we've missed this every weekend. Yeah. And at least we have those memories, you know, that's the... Martin, yeah. this, you're, you're nearly sold out. Nearly sold out, yeah. How many, like, uh, there are, there will be X amount of people listening to this. Fair few people will be listening to this. How many copies are there left, approximately, and how quick do these it, it guys? Roughly, there's. So what happened was, I I basically almost had sold out, but then you know I had two big exhibitions that opened up, and the first one was only open for for five days. It was meant to be a month and a half, and the other one opened private view and got shut down the next day because of of lockdown. Yeah. Um, so they had 200 books. Those are the ones I've had returned from the exhibitions and been, so there's been shipped to the distributors. So that's basically the only books that are left. Uh, so they're the ones that the ex exhibitions would have sold, I guess, if the, if the shows had been open. So And I'm not trying to push this because it's a bit cheap to push things, isn't it? It's like a little bit like, like the book feels like it's above that in a way. But there's literally just, as, as Martin said in this podcast already, there's not going to be another run. There's one edition, one only edition. There's 200 copies left, and that's it. So if you, if anything you've listened to in this podcast, feel, you feel like you want to, you know, something you, you want to own, and I'd really, I would, I would urge you to do it because if there is only 200 copies, like move quickly because, it, um, it gets Chris, more. Christmas is coming up soon, Flav. I think, <laughs> I don't think you'll be waiting that long. But I'm just, I'm just urging people just to, you know, for, for the same reason, in a way, you know, and, and I know the, probably the, the um, comparison is uncomfortable somewhat, maybe for you. But oh, yeah. I, there was, I hate this. <laughs> the people, the, the, the reasons, the reasons why people were desperate to get a copy of Tottenham Boys We Are Here and it became folklore is because of its lack of availability. And as soon as this goes, it's gone. And you end up paying a fortune to, to get a copy in in the future. So take this opportunity to, if you can afford it, you know, um, you know, you know, splash out on something that will, you know, it's just a timestamp, a moment in, in 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 an important part of our history as Spurs fans. Um, I'm looking. I've got a, I've got a URL here, Martin. Sitantabooks uh, yeah. dot com. No, that's a that's a bookshop that took some copies they've got some signed copies i think they're a bit more expensive than the ones the ones how would you what's the best way to find your your store well on on my on my site uh let me uh, should i send you this should i send you or should i read it up uh yeah yeah I'll, we'll, no, we'll no, definitely... you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to you i i i feel really uncomfortable doing this sort of hard sales thing there it is i'm i don't i, I i'm just <laughs> saying you give me the you give me the url and yeah, I'll tweet it, but it's not the hard sell because it's they're going to sell anyway. It's, it's just it's in the chat. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the thank you, mate. This is the opportunity. This is an opportunity for people to get it, and I, I want like people that are interested in this and feel moved to buy it. Will be will get um 
you know get something from it but there is a finite amount of time for that to happen so that's the that was the idea anyway <laughs> thank you <laughs> no problem mate uh thank you so much for coming back on and chatting um we're using some you've kindly given us permission to use some images for a short one minute video that we're putting together we're just going to go out on social media soon um so are these images that are in the book or are these images that people perhaps haven't seen before well, I was going to give you some that people haven't seen before. Wow. Maybe, maybe throw in a few of the ones from the book as well. Do you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you a little selection. Okay, wonderful. I haven't, I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I, I, I will do this afternoon soon. Oh, but that's... this, yeah, this, this morning I ended up talking to someone who's who's writing a PhD about uh, partly about the book, which I thought was funny. But that's fascinating. Because it's sort of suddenly looking at it in a kind of academic context, with with made me sweat a bit but it was like, <laughs> she was actually really nice um so yeah that was cool. how, how did she how did she find out about the the fact that it exists because she's in, in in italy did you say no she no she, she she's from here no that's All another right. thing. that's that's a magazine no there's um no yeah she, she's um i don't even know what she's studying but she's a brentford fan but her her dad works for the tottenham academy and her mom is a huge tottenham fan so i think that's you know but yeah, she's yeah. it was interesting because I talked to her and she's been allowed to go in and, and look at the um the archive of, of memorabilia at Tottenham. And there's there's two places. The stadium has got some. But and then there's a, is I think it's in Potter's End, they have a warehouse full of full of stuff. There's there's and also if, one that you can get access to, Martin, in um, Bruce Castle Museum. Because I've, oh, I've been in I've been in there, yeah. Oh, have you? Fantastic. Yeah. No, she yeah. tell me about it. And, you know, and, and she's through her dad had, had heard that they, I mean, there were talks about making a Spurs museum, uh, but it had been put on hold. But it's just, it's one of those things that the club needs to do, I think. They need to kind of connect more with the fans and they kind of, I mean, some of the, some of the backstage stuff, not, not as in a kind of Amazon all or nothing documentary, but, but more, uh, to me. Authentic. More authentic. Yeah. What's what did I get from it though? That's the thing that would be what drive them. But I, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. Okay, Martin, that's been fantastic. Uh, Thank you yeah. very much, Flav. Yeah, it's good to talk to you again. I'm, I'll dig those images out and uh, and send them over later. Fantastic. All right, cheers, mate. Up the Spurs. Yeah, up the Spurs. All the best, matey. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in Cock A camel Tottenham Sports Social Podcast Network Sports Social Podcast Network Sports Social Podcast Network Sports Social Podcast Network Geico asks How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would And when it comes to great rates on insurance Geico can help like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Horizon Block Party is on. It's a free front row ticket to amazing VR experiences all summer long. Only in Horizon Worlds on MetaQuest 2. Post Malone kicks things off with a special VR performance of 12-carat toothache, followed by more of your favorite music, comedy, and sports. Strap on your MetaQuest 2. Download the free Horizon Worlds app and join the party. Follow us on Instagram at Horizon Worlds to learn more.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.